This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 8.48 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana with Philip and Keith. In 15 minutes, we have the opening bell and we'll also have a discussion on the banking sector outlook with analyst Nabil Tu of RHB. But in the meantime, let's talk about prospects for Malaysia's electric vehicle sector. As the global electric vehicle revolution gathers pace, businesses are competing not only to increase the availability and supply of EVs to their local markets, but also capitalize on the investment opportunities that come with building the infrastructure needed to sustain EVs. So Malaysia, under the low-carbon footprint mobility, has set a target of achieving 700,000 EVs on the road by 2030 and 10,000 charging stations by 2025. And for context, our base in 2023 is 2,000 EVs and 1,000 charging stations. That's a huge jump. Now, in a boost to the industry, the revised budget 2023 extended import and excise duty exemptions for fully imported EVs until 2025, while excise duty and sales tax exemption for locally assembled EVs is extended to 2027. Now, the manufacturers of EV charging also get a 100% income tax exemption until 2032. So how far do these incentives go to catalyze Malaysia's EV industry and what further policies should be considered by the government moving forward? Joining us on the line with reactions is Muhammad Junaizi Muhammad Noor, President of the Zero Emission Vehicle Association. Junaizi, good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, there were signals early on from the Minister of International Trade and Industry ahead of Budget 2023, um, talking about incentives for the EV sector. So did the, uh, did the revised Budget 2023 announcement meet your expectations? Uh, good morning, everyone. Thank you for having me. Um, yes, uh, Ziva, first of all, thank the government, especially the MOF, NITI and also Maeda, for the incentives to the EV ecosystem that were included in the recent budget. In fact, uh, the recent budget was actually an extension of the of the budget that was announced in, on, on, in October 7th uh, last year by the, 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 the then uh, Minister of Finance. But uh, the biggest impact that I would say is the extension of the exemption of the tax duties for CBU and CKD EVs, which are, were extended for another additional two years. Um, now the CBU cars uh, will be ending the, the, the tax the exemption of tax duty will be ending in, by 2025, and the CKD now will be ending 2027 instead of two years later. Um, we think this is the biggest impact because the automotive industry has just recovered after the pandemic uh, with the shortage of microchip, and uh, now um, it is picking up uh, as far as the the supply of the EVs uh, globally. Um, and this extension creates an opportunity here for the industry to catch up. Uh, also, with, with this exemption of tax duties for the vehicles, uh, imported vehicles, prices of EVs can remain relatively low for the public to consider uh, uh, using EVs. Uh, however, we didn't see any direct incentives to the charging point operators uh, because um, we feel both the vehicle and the chargers need to come together uh, as far as the proliferation and the, the growth. Um, Ziva actually proposed this in, uh, to the MOF, but uh, it was not announced, unfortunately. So, um, Junaizi, um, besides what, you, what, what you've mentioned, were there any other missed opportunities in this budget that uh, Ziva would have, been, would have liked to have been included? Yeah, um, some of the in- incentives that we also suggested were the, um, some of the policies. Uh, we, we, we suggested for some uh, monetary uh, incentives to be given to Trata developers 
to install uh, chargers in, in their uh, apartments and also uh, um, uh, condominiums, but uh, that was not also announced. Right. Um, and we thought that would be a good um, uh, impetus for those who are staying in, in, in condominiums especially. Um, but uh, yeah, that's one of the things that was not announced by, by, the, by the government. But Janaiza, can I just ask you, right? I mean, we can talk about all these incentives. In the end, the biggest issue here is that our petrol is subsidised. The challenge is that we can only move this adoption from 2,000 EVs on the road to 38% of vehicles by EV by 2040. If the government removes subsidies, if the government starts implementing carbon tax, right, that is going to be the big needle mover, isn't it? Not all these incentives. Exactly. We we did. We did, uh, in fact... uh, uh, proposed to the government to um, implement the targeted subsidy, fuel subsidy, so targeted fuel subsidy. Um, again, the government probably needed some time to study the implication of, of putting of imposing that uh, targeted fuel subsidy, um, and um, we we continue to to you know engage with the government to try and you know influence their their decision, um, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully the government will. We will start to to implement this uh, targeted fuel subsidy soon. Um, we believe they have they are ready to do it. It's just that uh, there's a matter, it's just a matter of time before they decide uh, to 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 implement it. Mm. Uh, Junaizi, uh, you're president of Ziva. You're also with Tanaga National. So I, I kind of want to uh, put you on a bit of a spot here. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's it's well and good that we are we are going to be uh, proposing X number of uh, charging stations across the country. But at the end of the day, these charging stations need to be powered, and they're powered by fossil fuel. How how do you mm. rationalize this? Well, um, yes. Um, the, the thing is, um, uh, we can't move. We can't change the the, the generation mix for, for the country. Um, you know, overnight. You know, um, TNB is making his commitment to, as part of his uh, sustainability pathway 2050, to, to stop using uh, coal fired power plants by 2050. Um, but as it is now, um, in our study, uh, with the current generation mix, if we use an EV. Um, um, the the net um, uh, uh, emission of CO2 uh, for for an EV is 23% less compared to a normal ICE vehicle. So even if we have the current generation mix in, includes uh, even if the current generation mix includes a coal power coal fired power plant, if you use an EV, you are actually making the environment 23% cleaner if you use EV. So the the, the and the situation will get, the situation will get better. Because um, we are uh, TNP slowly um, uh, moving from uh, fossil fuel uh, fire power plants to more um, cleaner resources, uh, for example, solar and hydro, and um, and and that will make even you know in the in, as we move on into the future, the the, the environment will be cleaner and cleaner if we use EV more. So yeah. All right, there will be an impact with the increased adoption of EVs. That's going to be one element of this EV sector as a whole. What about in terms of um, potential opportunities to attract foreign direct investment um, in relation to this EV sector? I think where where are Malaysia's strengths when it comes to growing uh, the industry um, as a whole? Okay, um, in the recent budget, um, the the specific focus is on EV charger manufacturer equipment. As mentioned earlier, the one of the incentives given was for uh, tax. Uh, um, uh, what do you call um, tax incentive was given to manufacturers of uh, EV charging equipment. 
Um, and I think it was given like until 2032. So um, we feel that this is a good uh, move um, and uh, the manufacturing industry, industry should be rejoicing this announcement, in fact. And, but, uh, we, we, but we acknowledge that setting up a charger manufacturing plant is probably not simple. Um, the question of return comes in uh, and also um, pattern approval for each of the chargers. But if we can solve these complexities, Malaysia can be a destination for EV charger manufacturing. Um, we hope yeah. with the announcement of the budget announcement for the for the manufacturing of EV chargers, um, more companies will start to come in um, to start to manufacture and uh, we locally uh, charge charges locally, and and will make the, the charging infrastructure more affordable uh, um, to to the public. Um, but at the same time, we are also encouraged by more companies, more car companies, more car manufacturers to come to Malaysia and we hope more will come with with uh, with these incentives uh, and, and we hope in the future also uh, Maida and Niti will continue to provide more incentives for, for manufacturers to come and put up their base, uh, manufacturing base here in Malaysia. All right, Junaizi, thank you very much for speaking with us. That was Muhammad Junaizi Muhammad Noor, president of the Zero Emission Vehicle Association, or Ziva, talking to us about the kind of impetus that Budget 2023 could provide for the EV industry. A long way to go in terms of uh, getting to the targets that we want. That's right. I think you must distinguish two parts here. The driving the demand for the, the, the deployment of EV vehicles in Malaysia versus Malaysia becoming an EV uh, manufacturing hub. And I think what Junaizi on the latter part was emphasizing was that look there are certain niche opportunities like EV charging that we could capitalize on but the big bulk which is the assembly part is going to be a bit of a hard slog when you have to deal with Bangkok's Detroit of the East and also Indonesia who has been really trying to court with its natural resources for commodities and batteries so that's really the challenge how does Malaysia play in the EV ecosystem but also drive demand in the local market yeah and that's the other thing with uh, with demand as well I mean there are a lot of questions with regards to yes it's very noble to to drive an EV to, to save the planet, so to speak. But charging your EV is another another issue I, I, I've been questioning as well. Right. There's a, still a lot uh, a way to go in terms of convincing the market, but uh, we're taking we're getting steps there. Uh, it's 8.59 in the morning. We're heading into the 9 a.m. news bulletin. We have the opening bell after that and Market Insight with Jack Cousy of VFS Group. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9. The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.